Hi everyone, it's Sonia here with Fresh Approach Fitness, a wellness company. Thank you so much for attending this very special edition of Heart to Heart with Sonia. You have not seen this before because this is our very first time. I have a very special guest with me tonight. Her name is Carly Leone and she is another mid-40s early 40s, I don't want to age her, mom who has three kids and a busy life. And today we're going to sit here and talk to you about something that is super, super important, not just for us, but for the next generation to come. And I know there's going to be so many people that can relate to tonight's episode of the podcast. This is episode number 64. So we've been doing this for over a year now, 64 episodes, and it is July the 14th, 2021, because I'm not sure when you're catching this, but as you can tell, this is a video format, which is also going to be going on through the audio for the typical podcast. So Carly, welcome. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. Good, good. You're our very first live guest. How are you feeling? I'm feeling great. Just came back from the beach and enjoying the time with my kids and life's good. Good. That is awesome. That is awesome. Your kids, how old are they? Um, I have a 16-year-old, a 13-year-old, and an 11-year-old. Well, soon to be okay. 11. No. Soon to be 11. Time certainly flies. So you just heard, um, that was Abby in the background, right? I'm going <laughs> One of her daughters. And, you know, I'm outside tonight, and Carly's got her kids home. And, guys, this is life. So welcome to a piece of our life. And that's what we're sharing with you tonight. The topic tonight is called body shaming. And we're talking about this as 40 year olds who have gone through childhood and adolescence and adulthood and marriages and dating, and we're still feeling the effects of body shaming. So we're gonna dive deep today and talk about how, not only how this impacts us in the moment and in the day to day, but how it impacts the world around us and how we've been dealing with this for good or bad for most of our lives. And Carly's gonna really open up, hopefully, and share her stories with us, some of her journey with us. And um, forgive us for any live interruptions. I know my dog just went in the house and I know she has kids that might come in and out, but that's, guys, this is life. And this is what the hearts, the heart to hearts are all about. I'm planning on doing these a lot more often because it's not just my stories I wanna share. I want you to know that there are so many other people in the world that are just like us that are experiencing everyday life as we're juggling everything that we need to be juggling. So welcome. Welcome to the show, Carly. Please don't be too shy. We're going to ping pong back and forth. I know you and I know each other well. Okay. What people don't know is the onset for tonight's call. So I'm going to be perfectly frank and share with them that Carly had reached out to me and said, Hey, Sonia, I should be, we should do a show. And she knew I was looking for guests to do some shows. And she was recently, I don't know, what word would you use? Attacked, victimized, I, labeled? I think, I think the correct wording is, is that sometimes our, our family can be well-intentioned and, and thinking that, Hey, if they, if they mention that we're, probably ever thought we should be eating something we shouldn't then they're encouraging us so i'm just fixing my headphones you have to pardon me actually that. you know what maybe you sound better with them out <laughs> i can't believe i'm saying this but you still sound like you're a little underwater and i don't want that to be the the case so you okay. might sound better with them out 
Okay. Well, anyways, um, I'll just yeah. hold milk then. There then we I go. So just give me a second here. Put my Do you want together. me to restart this? Oh. Hear me? Say it again. Checking, checking. Oh, there we go. There we go. Nothing like a live show and a minor interruption when it comes to the audio component, right? That's right. You know how it is, right? It's, we're keeping it's, it real here. We are definitely keeping it real. And um, <laughs> no phony no. baloney. No, no. Anybody listening to this or watching this are going to be like, oh, wow, they're not professionals. No, guys, we're not professionals. We're professional human beings. And I am drinking yes. sparkling wine or sparkling water out of a wine glass as I'm doing this. Carly's got her own yeah. drink over there. We are definitely keeping yeah. this heart to heart real. I really want you to yes. feel, and I know Carly wants you to feel like we are sitting together like two friends or like a dozen friends yeah. catching up. That Absolutely. is the information that we're sharing with you tonight is that we're just friends having a conversation. So yeah, cheers to the interruptions. Cheers, and cheers to the moments of imperfections and cheers to living our best lives. So can you That's repeat right. what you said to me, what you just said to all of us again about um, why yeah. the inspiration to, to, to chatting tonight? Well, I remember um, we were, so Anya, you and I were chatting, we're having a private conversation about, you know, how our, our, our families can affect us. And sometimes it's generational. And I think it's important to um, keep that in mind too. Um, my grandmother's generation, you know, um, they had no problem saying you're fat or you're stupid, or, you know, we just don't use that lingo today. You know, it was, it was like, Oh, don't be so dumb. And it was like a, an innocent thing. It was not meant to be, I mean, you can take it out of context now and say, yeah, that's really bad that you say that. But they said things how they were. And then my parents' generation broke away from that. And, you know, men think that, you know, women are expected to run a house and have children, not all men, but, and then they want us to look beautiful too for them all the time and have that perfect figure. And unfortunately for a lot of women, um, you know, we have hormones, we put on weight after the children and we're really trying to keep it all together. And, you know, when, when our husbands, or in my case, it was my father who said, you know, you really shouldn't be snacking because I had like four Smarties and, you know, maybe, maybe he was right. But at the same time, that is not encouraging. Like I, I believe life and balance, like you should be able to have, um, you know, a treat and, and count that as in your caloric intake or whatever kind of diet you're, you're doing. If you're doing keto, then you have something sweet that's keto, but I just think that it should be life and balance and, you know, you're never going to cut out everything that's bad for you. And if you like a specific thing, you should be able to have a little bit of that and not feel guilty about it. I completely agree. Everything in moderation, there is room and space for all of this. And I know yes. you've heard some of my other shows in the past. I know you've heard me talk about the nutrition and how I completely believe in the 80-20 rule. What people don't know is some of the backgrounds and the challenges that you and I have both experienced when it comes to body right. image. Um, but before we get too deep into that, I'm curious, um, would your response and your reaction have been better had it come from somebody else, like a female perspective? Um, I don't, I don't know that it, I don't think that it would have. Um, I, I think what you have to do is just embrace who you are, like in, in the moment, like if you are, you know, overweight and you're not happy with your body image, you know, 
you have to get to that place where you accept it and that you're happy. And if you don't have any clothes that fit that bigger body, then go out and, and find clothes that do because the weight's not going to come off until you accept your own self and right. love your own self, right? So it's all about yeah. like loving yourself. And once you get to that point where, you know what, I am who I am. And at a certain point, um, you know, through dieting and exercise, it's a journey. And part of the fun is getting there. It's, you know, because if you, if you just get there easily, you're not going to really appreciate it, right? People who've made it in other things say the same thing. Like it's part, it's part of the journey. It's like, yes, I'm going to take a picture of this, of myself right now. And then when I get to my fittest self, I'll take another picture and be like, yeah, look how far I've come. This is great. Right. Excellent. Yeah. And that perspective is so true. It is about yeah. the journey. It's a hundred percent about the journey. And so the fact that your dad and you, yeah. you've openly admitted it was your dad. You could have said it was anybody, but you shared yeah. to the world because you know, this is going on YouTube and your dad or friends or your yes. mom might see this. Um, oh, of course. And, and he, but it's he probably, I'm not did, the only one that has a No, you're not. And I'm going to share some of mine in a bit too. But do you really think he meant anything malicious by making a Absolutely comment about not. Okay. No. So you know he loves you no. fully. I I do. And it's just like he, he in mind, he thinks he's helping me. And he says, I used to like it when people said, oh, get that smoke out of your mouth when, when he was smoking. And I said, well, I never really liked that. Like it never really encourage me you know what encourages right. me is different than what your encouragement might be so it's like everybody has you know a different way to find encouragement and I think I think really he was lying to himself saying oh yeah that was real encouraging but I'm sure if someone was after him the way he was after me that day I don't think I don't think I don't I think anybody would have a problem with it and the part that bothers me about it is you know not for myself but it's like for my children because you know i don't want yes. them hearing that like they're gonna be mothers one day too right so it's like we have to kind of break those uh patterns and it's it's not okay you know it's it's not right that he did that but i know he's he's my father and and i respect him but you know sometimes you have to call someone out on their bad behavior when they're in the wrong right so Yes. And, and there's a couple points that you just mentioned with that. It's not just about you, but it's about your daughters. Oh. But then you followed yeah. that up by saying they're going to be moms one day too. That's right. Let's, let's talk about that for just a second. Yeah. Do you think that they're, them hearing that comment is going to impact who they are now and their choices now? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not just when they become mothers, right? It's, it's, no. now because they don't want their papa or their grandpa to, to make that comment to them or maybe I can't eat a jelly bean and, or whoever right, right? Mm -hmm. so it's and again the confidence the confidence in ourselves yes we go through different stages and and mm -hmm. myself I gained weight over COVID um everybody that's listening to this podcast knows that I unless you're brand yeah. new <laughs> you know that yeah. I've had ankle problems um yeah. I also closed my studio I had a lot I had one heck of a journey last year and I am back on a really good plan and I'm revisiting the way I look at myself and my lifestyle back to where I was pre, but in a different, in a different environment, mm -hmm. but I still have to make a comp a confidence, a competent choice every single time mm -hmm. I go to eat, especially at night because a little bit of sugar is a huge addiction. 
but it's a matter Absolutely. of starting where you can today. And I completely agree. There is room in your diet, if you want to call it that, for whatever you want. Is it worth yes. it? Are you getting the energy out of it? Are you away on a weekend? And is this a special occasion? So mm -hmm. putting all of that in context, you know this didn't come from a negative standpoint, but it still affected you. Absolutely, yes. So mm -hmm. I want to ask you, what was your immediate response to that? Um, trying to think now. My immediate response was, um, I said, Dad, you know, I only had a few Smarties. It's not going to make me fat. And uh, he's like, yeah, but you had a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And I'm thinking, well, I, you know, I don't count. I think that's the problem is like, I don't count what he eats. Like he eats like a half a row. He eats half the cinnamon buns and then he's going to count the little bit that I had. You know what I mean? Like, right, right. I think it's, right. I, I, I mean, I don't know what to say about that. I don't, I, all I can say is I'm just like, okay, so, and that's my choice. And I told him it's my body. It's my choice. And just keeps owning that. Like, and my body, you it's my choice. Your body, your choice. Yes. <laughs> you, were you frustrated? You were frustrated. Okay. And were you, absolutely. were you frustrated at yourself for the way you responded and felt, or were you frustrated at him for inducing those feelings? I just think it's, it's something that it wasn't necessary to say, right? Like, right. I feel like when he, like when I get treats for everybody, I get, I get treats for everybody. And you know, when he gives treats to people, it's like, oh, if, if there is like somebody that's overweight, well, then they don't get a treat. Right. So they, because okay. I, I feel like their thought is, is that, you know, overweight people don't get hungry. And that's just not true. <laughs> like we need to eat, <laughs> you know, we need to eat, we need to treat too sometimes. Right. 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 I mean, and okay. And you just called yourself you just referred by the context <laughs> that you just chose as an overweight yes. person. Do you truly believe that? Or is that what society has put on you? Well, I just, I'm not at my healthiest self right now. And I, it's okay. important to recognize that and know where you're at. And, you know, I, I, I'm not saying it's a, it's a bad thing, but the only thing that makes it bad is it's, it's harder on my health. And I, and I realize that. So that's why I want to get to my, sorry, my cat's coming up to visit here. So I want that's to okay. The more the merrier. <laughs> the yeah. more the merrier. That's right. I got the dog on one side and the cat. Just, Perfect. You know, yeah. yeah. You heard me put the dogs in the house right before we started. Uh -huh. So, yeah. Um, so, and I guess my, my takeaway with, with what you're saying is yeah. the feelings and emotions came externally, but you added a lot more to yourself. Yeah, I just, I just kind of thought, well, you know, like I'm in a, I'm at a family cottage and it's a small space. And, and I just said, you know, and again, it's not necessary for you to mention that to me. I don't find it encouraging at all. Mm -hmm. And I said, again, dad, it's, it's my body and it's my choice, which it is. I mean, that I get to choose what I put into my temple. Right. 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 No. And, and yeah. again, so true. Do yeah. you think he would, do you think him, and I, we're not picking on Carly's dad. If Carly's dad's listening, the intention yeah. is not, we're not picking on her dad. Yes. Uh, my parents have given me a hard time too. And I'm going to, I'm going to share some of those examples. When I was um, doing a lot of running, you know, I had my one parent say to me that my running was affecting my family, which it wasn't. They were happier that I was taking care of myself because I was happier yes. and healthier. 
but I had the other parent saying, oh, you looks like you're gaining weight. Even to this yeah. day, the first thing they do when they mm -hmm. see me is they check me up and down, not both of them, um, but one or the other, and we'll make a comment either visually or physically or verbally about where you're at, whether it's good or bad, it's an observation that gets communicated or felt. That's right. And yeah. is that the same with you? Yes, it is. Yeah. And, um, and it's, it's with, it's, it happens in families. Like it's, it's correcting, it's learning how to handle the objectivity, right? Cause that's what it is. They're objective yeah. towards you. Yeah. And it's, it's learning how to handle that objectivity, which is, it's, it's a good life skill, right? Cause we're always going to have people who like us or people who don't like us. And with our parents, it's, it's like, they do love us, but I don't know why men feel that they need to tell us ladies what we should and should not be putting in our bodies. And I'm, and I'm sure, I, I don't know, there's women out there that do that too. I don't know. It just seems to be like a predominantly a male thing. That's what I was just <laughs> going to ask you next. It's as if you can read my mind, but I know you know me well. So yes, you're yeah. right. And my experience too, it has mainly been, mainly been men that have commented on physique it has been yeah. some women as well, but it's almost like women understand the trials and tribulations that we go through. Whether That's it's right, through we're trying to be, be everything. We're trying to be the mm -hmm. best mother. We're trying to be the best wife. We're trying to be the best daughter, right? I, yeah. I mean, we try to, as, as, as women, we try to do it all. We could, we we're told we, we need to work. We need to, we need to be a good mom it's like it's everything so it's like we have a lot of pressure on us yeah and yeah. instead of coming in with you know saying oh you shouldn't have eaten that well you know what have have a positive attitude point out something good that i'm doing you know like it's good that you're only having a little bit it's good that you're just you know, that was the first thing i thought of was like you know right when we think about when we think about <laughs> indulgence and and i do yes. this myself too you know we think about well my i could have eaten a whole bag of jelly beans but I only ate four. Yeah. That's progress. Cause a right. week ago or a month ago or a year ago, I would have eaten a bag of jelly beans. Maybe, right. maybe not, but just the example I'm going with. So, and we have those right. days, right? We do. Now we, you and I, we can't speak for all of the women listening to this, but, or men, we but we do yeah. know, first of all, before I go into a, um, a different tangent here, I definitely want our families to know we are nowhere near picking on, on, on you at all. We're talking about quasi body shaming. And I don't want to say full out body shaming because our families are not saying yes. we're fat or we're big or we need to lose weight. I want to, I want to prefix this by saying quasi body shaming because there's no malintent. That's right. Actually the intent is the polar opposite. Our families want the absolute best for us. We're still their little girls. They yes. just don't know how to communicate it in a way that they're going to, have a positive impact without hurting our feelings. Hmm. I'm making you think, aren't I? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But these and, are not, like, go ahead. Sorry. I, I, I was getting you in and out. Ping pong. It, Remember it, we're, it, we ping pong. Uh, it's okay. It is, it is hard to have those, um, you know, it, it's hard to have that in mind when it happens to you. Cause it's like, you're walking around, Yes. And you think everything's great. And then that all of a sudden that rug is pulled out from under you. And, you know, they think that they're doing you a lot of good, but you know, they don't realize that those words really hurt and 
they can put me in a funk for another week. <laughs> right. And you know, make and, you eat more, right? That's right. Exactly. It's like a push and pull. And it's just like, you're kind of better off not saying anything because let's face it. We all know what we have to do to get fit. I mean, I can have a, I can have an exercise bike, but if I don't use it, then I'm going to get the same results. So uh, we all know this. We all know how we got to where we are and we know we have what we have to do. People think that we forget this, but we don't. You know, and you're bringing up a fantastic point. Um, I was speaking with a couple people this week that have been recently diagnosed with um, diabetes and, and you guys all know I have a full-time job. And so sometimes I just shoot the shit with some of my clients before I move forward to booking the appointments. I get to know them and discover their needs and see how we can work together in terms of a specific area. I don't indulge yes. um, on here or over the, um, over the um, podcast per se, what it is that I do because I know some of my clients and or maybe not my clients, but definitely some of my coworkers work there and it's nobody's business what I do really, unless I, I decide to share that. But a couple, I had a, an amazing conversation with somebody and she was in her mid seventies and she, she was heavy. Her weight was not her physical weight. Her energy was heavy because she's like, Oh, I got diagnosed with diabetes. Do you know how hard that is? I'm like, yes, I work with a lot of clients on my personal side that are very, you know, that have diabetes and my ex-husband had it and I'm familiar with it, but she was so shocked. And yes. in my head and no, no judgment here, but in my head, it's exactly what you said. Are you not aware at 77? And that's what I said to her. I said, so it's type two, huh? She goes, yeah. Uh -huh. At 77, you don't get diagnosed with diabetes unless it's type two diabetes 90% of the time. I mean, there's always that, that variant, right? But so at this point, are you not aware of what you're eating? Are you not aware of what you're doing? Are you not aware of your choices? Mm -hmm. and, and I know I am being more blunt than I normally am, but mm -hmm. the thing is we know what shape and size we are. We know it's up to us to jump mm -hmm. into action. What people don't understand is our why for grabbing those foods or our why for wanting to feel included or That's right. how we feel when we're the only ones eating an apple or a banana, or we feel like we can't have anything but a diet pop, for instance, without fear of judgment. Yes, exactly. And, it, <laughs> I, and yeah. we all have our vices, right? I mean, some Wait, whatever people, it is, some people it's eating. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's so true, right? And right. When we go to those vices, we know what we're doing is wrong and we shouldn't be doing them. But, um, you know, that's, that's the decision that you have to make for yourself. Cause you know what, we're going to be the ones lugging around the extra weight. Nobody else has to worry about it. Right. So keep and that's that harder, mind. isn't it? Like that's harder, mm. isn't it? It's harder on its own to be lugging around to, to go. Have you ever put, I know um, you and I both know I ran um, a curves gym in Aurelia mm -hmm. and in yeah. the center of the gym, I don't know if you were there when I did this. Cause um, Carly used to come and work out at the gym and sometimes we work out together while I was on shift or whatever. And, um, we, we've known each other way before then. So I know a yeah. lot about her history and, um, some of the, the body image issues, but we've never really openly talked about it like this besides a little bit of a conversation, but not, not to this detail. So I don't know if you remember Carly, but at that, at that gym, I would put a backpack there with different pounds of bird seed in it. So I don't know if you remember what it feels like, or if you've ever tried this, but to put an extra 15 pounds of bird seed in a backpack and put it on your back and go through the rest of your day like that, it's dragging. I can tell you yes. on Monday mornings, 
on Monday mornings when I do my bike workout, it's my hardest workout of the week. And mm -hmm. I hop on the exercise bike with a 15 pound bag of birdseed on my back. And it is the hardest workout I do. And I know if I can get through Monday mornings doing this, I can get through the rest of my week, no matter what's thrown at me. Cause I just That's did right. the hardest thing I could possibly do. But the heaviness, yep. the weights, the, the lack of energy, the, how exhausted you feel. Absolutely. When you're going through this journey, it's easy to forget. And, and most females listening to this, and, and I know for those that are listening to this down the road or watching this, this video down the road, literally you can put your hands up or you can nod your head or you can send me a quick comment and say mm -hmm. whether or not you can relate or not. But we've gone through, most women have gone through a bit of a weight loss journey, ups and downs, trying to gain weight, lose weight. Because although Carly and I are talking right now predominantly about quasi body shaming when it comes to being bigger versus smaller, it is the same impact if you're small. How many people are told they're too skinny and they're anorexic? Exactly. It's the exact same story. Oh, you better eat. You bet. I've said that. I remember yeah. I was, I was in high school and I said that to somebody who I was really close with at the time. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, you're so skinny. Like, are you okay? And, and she's like, I don't walk up to you and say you're fat. And I'm like, Whoa, point yeah. taken, point taken. Exactly. Like it was yeah. right there. And right then that I opened my eyes to how it feels to be on the other side of the spectrum. Really just getting a little bit comfortable here and take a nap. No, I'm kidding. Um, so <laughs> I'm kidding. Carly, when you come to visit, you're going to love this setup here. But anyways, um, and if any of my listeners are in the area, I definitely invite you to come by and pop by and say hi and see how real we really are when we're having these heart to hearts. Um, That's right. This is our first of many, but so yes, for most females and we're not excluding men either. We're just talking about what we can actually talk about. And that's our experiences. And, you know, ever since we were little, 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 think about the magazines, the set of influences that we had every single person in a magazine, Carly, what shape and size were they? Perfect. Oh, like <laughs> size two, size okay. zero. Yeah. Right. But like, I find now I, it's changing because now I'm finding that there's plus size models that are very beautiful and they're getting recognized. So it's good to see that, you know, cause it's right. bodies, not just one kind. Right. Well, and, and the world is beautiful in every different shape and size. And, and how many times have you heard, or maybe not heard, but been alluded to, Oh, you're so pretty, but, <laughs> or, you know, if you're to lose an extra five pounds, like, yeah, it, yeah you got a beautiful face. <laughs> You know, so what message would you rather hear? Um, I don't know. I'd rather hear, you know, what a great person, right? Like, yes. What, what are you yeah. doing with your life? Like, tell me about yourself, you know? Okay. So, has, it, has this affected your, throughout your life, throughout your life, has going through the ups and downs of your weight loss journey and just being who you are and identifying your, your soul, your personality, the Carly Leone, yeah. has that had a major impact on your confidence? Um, it definitely has because I, previous to my, my, when I had babies, I was, I was always thin, you know, I could eat pretty much whatever I wanted. 
and I never put any weight on. So I, I know what it's like being that thin person too. <laughs> but okay. after I had my kids, it's seen some metabolism changes, you know, mm-hmm. and then I'm not as active because, you know, when I, when I was thinner, I was playing more sports. I was more active. Everything was more me focused. And now that I'm a mom, it's not about me anymore. It's, it's figuring out the balance. I should be important too, because I'm a better mom. If I, if I go to the gym and I work out and I look after me, but at the same time, I'm trying to get them to their dance classes and their acting classes and, you know, whatever I have them in at the time. And it, it, that takes away from, you know, looking after myself. So it's like a balance. It's like if, if I, if I am healthier and I want to use the word healthier because it's not yes. so much about being thin for me. It's about um, being healthy at a healthy body weight and, and being active with my children. And I want to be around for a long time. So that's the other reason I'm, I'm looking after me for a change. Are you and still there, Sonia? <laughs> I'm right here. Can you hear? Oh, no. I, are, you, are you saying that because I went quiet? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I heard a pause. I'm like, oh, I never heard her so quiet before. No, yeah. you know what? Because I'm taking it all in because I loved what you said about healthy. It's not, Yeah. it's not, and I was sharing this story with somebody um, earlier today. As a personal trainer, um, the expectations are that I should be a size zero or a size two. Yes. Right? Absolutely. However, yeah. however, that expectation is only set from people that are not in the industry. Anybody in the industry knows, in the health and wellness industry, anybody in the industry knows that healthy comes in different shapes and sizes and that your muscle mass looks different on different people and that it actually shows up in your energy in different ways, not necessarily in your shape or size. I never had the, um, even when I was running 10Ks and triathlons, I never had the stereotypical runner's body. And yeah. the, B, the BMI had a very big impact on me. I was right. down yeah. to a size four. I was 156 pounds, but according to BMI, and I was a triathlete, and this was in my late 30s, early 40s, folks. We're not talking in my 20s pre-kids. This is three kids later and second husband, and a lot of life had happened at this point. And yeah. I was looking fantastic, very healthy, very fit. Mm-hmm. And I was still considered obese by BMI. How? Yeah, that's hard. And, and I can tell you the background. I know where it comes from. I, I know all of this, but how does that help anybody? Yeah, true. It, it doesn't. And Absolutely. so based on what you were saying just a second ago, though, taking what I'm really, what I really caught my attention the most, where I got silence was carving that mm-hmm. time for ourselves. That's because so we true. talk about, we talk about filling our cup and Carly and I both have three girls and I also am a grandma. So I have a grandson, Yay! Yay. but I have aging parents as we know. And I know they're going to kill me if they say this, but they're 75. Just your folks are about the same age. I think Carly, right? years young. Come on now. 70, yeah. and, and they're so like, young and so able and so agile, yep. but they are still so concerned about their body weights. Yeah. My mom said to my dad, she's going to kill me for saying this, but she said to my dad or to me the other day about, about my dad, that he could still stand to lose a little bit of weight. And I'm like, mom, mom, like he is there. What's wrong with him? Like, why does it have to be around weight? Why is so much in this world around weight? My dad is healthy. He golfs three to four times a week. If, if he's got friends to golf with, he helps us with some projects around the house. 
He helps my kids. He's around. He's conjunctive. So why does that extra weight matter and who does it matter to? Mm -hmm. True. Does it matter more so to the person sharing that because they don't want any risk? Mm -hmm. Or Or does it matter? I got to get him to run on the treadmill a little more so he'll be around longer. Maybe. I doubt it. But But, and that's the thing. And maybe that's where your dad came from too. So that's right. The other valuable point I really wanted to, to take away is as moms, as life around here, that's okay. Yeah, as life goes on, we yeah. tend to spend less and less time taking care of ourselves. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Now what people don't know is what you do for a living. Carly yes. also spends most of her time caring for others. She's in the healthcare field. And again, that's all I'm going to share. I'm not going to share where yeah. she's from or what she does, but she is in the healthcare field. So she spends most of her time caring mm-hmm. for others. It was brought to my attention recently that a lot of people in the healthcare field, nurses, doctors, whatever it looks like, they mm-hmm. are not given any information or even recommended to take care of themselves. So you get up each day, you go to work and you take care of other people and you wonder why you're exhausted. You wonder why you want to retire early. You know, I flipped the script and I, I realized I needed to make some changes this year and enough was enough. And I started moving, you know, the best way to to change everything is jump into action and then see what comes and build from there. Course correct from there, but it's to start moving again. My ankles were strong enough and I was able to start moving again. I'm not doing what I want. I'm not running or anything yet, but I am still moving. And, and that confidence that I'm getting from moving is helping me with different options in my life right? Food, conversation, people around. But I have moments and you have moments. Our biggest purpose for being on here today is that Mm -hmm. we have children. We don't want our girls growing up with the fact that this kind of conversation is okay. Or Mm -hmm. if they hear it, how to respond differently. But it's not just about our kids because we're not here just talking about our kids. We're here influencing other women and men who are listening about body shame because body shame doesn't just impact the conversation. It has a ripple effect. Like, do you remember when this incident happened, how you felt inwardly? Um, just, I think I was a, just gobsmacked, you know, like that okay. he, he said something. I mean, it was just like, Whoa, where are you coming from? Like, and I think the important thing is we got to teach like our children and, and others, like, how, how do you handle it? What is the right way to respond? And I think a perfect example is it's my body and it's my choice. If I want to eat something, then I'm going to eat it. I, you know, there's nothing that should be off limits to me just because I am the weight that I'm at right now, which will not be disclosed, but the scale doesn't need to be disclosed. Continued. It says to be continued, girl. <laughs> Keep going. That's what I'm saying. So, um, this is a snippet, and- folks. Just a snippet of our story. You stay tuned, and Carly's going to be on here again. And you're going to be like, "Whoa, this is a different story." That's right. But we're, yeah, yeah. We're, we're so, and the and the thing is, is that you know, I'm in healthcare, but there's also a team of of us that work in healthcare, and I'm sure all uh, my coworkers can say the same thing. Is that sometimes we just get up so early we give her all we get off at two sometimes we work double shifts and you know what we're just we're just so tired we, we just we don't want to work out and you know 
damn it, we're hungry after our shift. So, <laughs> and then sometimes, sometimes nice, well-intentioned, you know, family members of, of um, residents bring us like really nice food. And, and it's like, you feel tempted. And, and then when you work shift work, you think, well, I've such a hard shift. I deserve that extra something. And, it, and I find now it's getting to the point where um, I realize I have to work hard at, you know, being healthy and staying fit just as hard as I work my day job. I have to work at getting fit. And it, and it takes a lot of like motivation and dedication to just say to yourself, Hey, I want to make this positive change and I'm going to do it now instead of putting it off because I mean, nothing's going to change unless I start moving. So for okay, me, that's so what got me motivated. So what's the hardest What's for you, what's the hardest part right now? The hardest, the first thought that comes to mind. Um, well, I'm off work now because I, I had a surgery, uh, had my gallbladder uh, re removed. And I also had like, I had uh, a problem with my lap bands and I had this. Slim okay. Can you talk about that for a minute? Can Absolutely. You yeah. So do you mind sharing a, that a, story? I was going to bring yes. it up, but I'm glad you did. No problem. So in 2011, I had the slim band um, put in and you know, it, it didn't really help. It kind of turned me into a bulimic and it made me feel really, really sick. And I was having issues. I've had it in for, I just got it out last month and I was having issues and I was in a lot of pain and I thought, oh, I just got to get this thing taken out. So I was supposed to have it when I went on leave the first time. Um, and it was just because the kids were, you know, at home schooling and I had to be the supervisory parent, like watching the kids while they were online learning. So I did that. And then, um, I had this, I, I was, I was supposed to have a surgery and the day before they called me and they canceled. And then I had to take a second leave when I, after I just got back and I said, I'm really sorry to my work because I had to go and get the surgery last note last. It was like late notice. So I went and got it done anyways. So they said the band had slipped. So that's an example of how badly I tried to fight for myself to keep the weight off. Um, I thought maybe I watched all the infomercials and I thought, well, maybe this will be the one that'll work, right? Like, cause it's turned your stomach into an hourglass. You can only take so much food at a time. What's that? And do you, do you want that for your yeah. children, Curly? Uh, no, I don't want that for my kids. So I, did they know about, did they know about the band that you had in your stomach? They did. Oh yes, they did. They did. Yeah. Okay. I was open about it. Okay. I had it done after my third child and I thought it would, it would help. And, you know, for some people it does work, but for me it didn't work because I was never morbidly obese and I was not a, you know, eating large amounts. And so I wasn't a good contender for it. So, so like uh, the point, the point that Carly's bringing up here and in case, you know, as you're all listening to this is people take extreme measures. Mm -hmm. Like they have bypass, they have like, what is it? Gastro bypass surgery, whatever. Yes. What's it called? No, Do you know how to gastric I... bypass? Gastric, yeah, that's the word. You can get the, the gastric sleeve and you can get the mini bypass and then you can get the slim band surgery. So like those are extreme circumstances when you're putting something in your body or you're going in for a surgery to get this problem, like to find a solution for your, for your weight problem. And that's right you have to bet that people have tried because i know for some of the surgeries i've spoke to quite a few people in the past about this remember i've been i've been yes. um, in this field for quite some time you have to have be over a hundred pounds overweight to qualify for the yes. surgeries yeah absolutely so 
-hmm. It's really amazing that people will go to this level of medical care and go under the knife to help fix their physique because they don't know where to start or they, they don't know what options they have left or they just don't know what to do. I, I think that the people that were like me were just looking for an easy way out and we thought, oh, well, this will be the easy way. I'll just get a surgery and I'll be, I'll be skinny and everything will be fixed, right? And I mean, we went to the, you know, the pre, um, the pre-appointment, right, when they approve you. And I think they even had my, my ex-husband, well, my husband at the time, I think they even had him convinced thinking maybe he should get the slim band too because maybe it would work for him too. I mean, it's just, it just seems like we can't, we, we want the easy fix as humans. We're always looking for the easy fix. If I just do this one thing, then it'll fix everything. Well, no. The problem with the slim band is they didn't give you the education afterwards and the follow-up to kind of um, succeed at that. And I know other people who've had, you know, the gastric sleeve and they say, well, I had to go for this interview with the hospital. They explained it to me. I was told how I eat. They did follow-up with me and then and then taught me the proper way I should be eating. And I mean, that it, it works for them. And that's the thing is that doing, being fit and health conscious, it, it takes work because you've got to, you got to cook differently. You've got to think differently. You've got to get in that mindset and okay. you've got to get moving. So you're yeah. bringing up um, some of my favorite words here, mindset, yeah. movement, <laughs> meals, and money. That's and I have right. a hair in my mouth. You know it. Yeah. Yeah. So when it comes to, mindset and weight loss when it comes yeah. to meals and weight loss or healthy eating it doesn't even have to be yeah. weight loss we got on the topic of weight loss but i mean yes body shaming weight loss is kind of the the avenue that we're going towards here but yes yes it takes work yes it takes effort yes our role models in society from when we were little kids were people yeah. in magazines and movies and tv shows that were a certain shape and size and if you weren't people talked about that openly. That's right. Yeah. And that has a major impact on the mindset. That's right. That has a major impact on the self-talk that you have to yourself. So would you mind sharing with us some of the conversations that you have in your own head? Um, like going in when I had the slim band or in general, like, yeah. What do you say to yourself about your weight or about food or about mindset around that? Well, you know, sometimes I say, I, I like before I'd had a, a negative uh, mindset and I thought, well, I just everything's out of my control. I can't, I can't change anything. Like might as well just eat this thing. And, and then I thought, no, like now I'm doing positive affirmations. You know what? My body's been good to me. I love my body. It does so many wonderful things. I can walk, I can move, you know, I, I'm not in a wheelchair. There's so many things that I should be thankful for. Okay, go ahead. And does that help you? Sorry, my daughter's asking me for popcorn. Um, it, it does because it's like the words you speak to yourself, you know, and yeah. and and being and just being positive because like there it could there could be a lot worse that could happen. Like, um, and you just got to be thankful every day and go every day that comes. Just be thankful for it. Like, we all have our bad days. I'm not saying I'm I'm perfect and I have, you know the right answers all the time. Some days I have down days too, but I think mm -hmm. whatever it is that makes you feel good. Like for me, I like to, you know, pray in the morning, spend a little time with, for me, it's spending time with Jesus. 
and I just say a little prayer. And I just find that when I take that time in the morning, um, it's, I'm a better person. I'm a better worker. I get more done in my day. I, I am more patient. I'm not yelling at my kids because there's days when I yell at my kids and I think, oh my gosh, I, I feel so bad sending them to school because I just yell at them and I'm thinking I should just be late and talk it out and go to send them to school positively, right? Like, yeah, I'm just yeah. using that as an example and that's a real life example. Mm-hmm. And, you know, same we've work, been there. We've all, I've got, yeah. we've been there. Yeah. We've had moments, we've had mom moments that we regret. Yeah, absolutely. Right? And sometimes, you know, coworkers can piss you off sometimes residents that have no patience when you you tell them you know you're 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 with one resident and you'll be right with them and they're still and you sit up just wait and i'll come right back and it's like sometimes they just don't understand that communication they think that somehow another another uh worker is going to appear and that they're going to help them when there's when you're short-staffed and there's you know just you like there, there's so many variables in a day that can make a day go bad, you know? So you just have to be positive and, and just put, it's the old adage, just put one foot in front of the other, or, you know, girl, wash your face, right? From the book, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Take it, yeah. Take it one day at a time, take a deep breath and, and just be thankful for everything you have. Like I, I look at my grandmother, she's now passed on, my grandmother, June, and um, she's always said, you know, she goes, I am just thankful for every day that I have. And, and I think that's, that's the way to be. It's, it's, if you have a good life and you have a decent husband, and you have good children, or if you don't have a husband and you have a good family, you know, like you really are blessed and you, you yeah. have to take the time out to appreciate that. And the other thing is, is that, you know, sometimes people have more money than you and you might feel bad because, you know, I don't have that big house that that my neighbor has, you know, they just got a new pool. What about me? I need a pool. Like I work hard, right? Yeah, right. These things. It could be anything for you. It could be a car. Like, why does my neighbor have a car? Why does my coworker have a nicer car than I do? I want that car, you know. But the thing is, it's all about living within your means and not comparing yourself to others because this is your life journey, and your life journey is different than everybody else's. And um, you know, you just have to own who you are and do the best that you can, and not worry about the rest, right? So fantastic, fantastic (laughs) advice. And I know you and I both know it's easier said than done. And we've talked before about the emotional connection that comes with, although we've got a really good positive mindset more often than not, and we start our day off like that life happens. And I have fully admitted that I am an emotional eater. Um, Are you an emotional eater, Carly? Yeah, you do. Yeah. 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 So when I feel um, down or something happens to me, (laughs) for sure. (laughs) And that, and then is the, is there a negative self-talk that goes with that? Or do you let that be as part of your journey now? Um, I think, I think it's anxiety for me. I get it. Something happens in my day or I just don't feel right about something. You know, I'll, I'll, all of a sudden I'll be eating bread when I, I don't eat bread, but then if I do, when you know, I'm stressed or something's not right in my life or, you know, it could, there's triggers in everybody's um, life. So you think, okay, this is a trigger for me. So I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to do this and think of something else, but it's just like, sometimes you just mindlessly eat with that trigger. Like, it's just, I don't know why I do it. I think because maybe it's because I was a smoker in my past and, and, um, 
I think that's part of it. Cause when you quit smoking, you eat a lot more and I think it just kind of stuck with me. <laughs> so you exchanged one bad habit. You got rid of one that's really right. bad, bad that's habit. Good. And that yeah. one done in itself is an improvement. Right. True, but so I kind of switched it up and I thought, Ooh, I can, I so, can still get what I need. <laughs> so you're bringing up a point that we're going to talk about on a different day, but we're going to touch on now. Guys, sure. an addiction is an addiction. If you have an addictive That's type right. personality, it doesn't matter what it is. And if you have an, um, if you're searching for that instant gratification, you're going to reach for things like that slim band or weight loss tricks that are quick and fast and easy. Like, you know, I don't like keto. So like keto, for instance, because it's not sustainable. <laughs> You're not looking for no. something that is going to last the long haul because it's going to take longer to get there. And what have I said before? If you're looking for instant gratification, let me help you get some Zaya on because it's going to make you look 10 pounds smaller and you're going to feel so good. But the point by me bringing that up is distracting yourself. Yes. As long as you don't and fill your mind with negative stories, mm -hmm. right? Once you go there, that positive mindset's been infected with maybe a dose of reality or a little bit of negativity. And then that negative or that emotional response, which could be a handful of jelly beans, guys, you can tell jelly beans is my weakness. It could be a handful of jelly beans or yeah. it could be a bag of jelly beans, right? What is a better choice? Well, obviously a handful is a better choice, but if you compound the problem by getting in your own head, you're going to eat that bag. That's right. Mm -hmm. And, and I know it's the same thing with grabbing a drink. Yes, this is water tonight, but on a bad day, how many people will grab a bottle or go shopping or go gambling? An addiction yeah. is an addiction. Um, mm -hmm. There is a major correlation, and I don't know if I've shared this to you, Carly, but there is a major correlation between your bank account and your physical body. Because if you're an emotional eater, you're an emotional spender. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Um, for the most part, it might, it's not, this is not true for everybody, but food calories is currency in exchange yeah. for calories. You're getting nutrients. Currency is also dollar value in exchange for money. You're getting something else. So it's that, what am I going to get? I'm going to get enjoyment. I'm going to get sweets. I'm going to get hyper. I'm going to get fulfilled. Um, but are you really getting fulfilled if you eat jelly beans? No. That's no. not even an instant gratification. That's sugar on the tongue. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> That's right. Honestly, honestly, like, mm -hmm. so when it comes to it, the negative self-talk that comes with body image or body shaming, it doesn't sound to me like you really beat yourself up at all. Um, I, th I think I definitely do. Um, I sabotage okay. myself is what I'm doing. Okay. And explain that. I, well, there's quite a few years where, you know, I didn't feel comfortable getting into a bathing suit. Um, you know, I had my babies and I thought, well, I really don't want to get in a bathing suit. Like that ain't happening. And then someone said to me, you know what? You look a lot fatter sitting on the sidelines of the beach because you look like <gasps> fatter out of the water than what? you look in the water. Yeah. And I thought, wow, that was a good friend that said it to me. And I thought, wow, you know what? You're right. I should just put that bathing suit on and I, I picked a bathing suit. I felt comfortable and I bought myself a nice bathing suit. Like it had some tummy control and it looked good on me and I felt good in it. 
And then that gave me the courage to kind of, you know, go in the, go in the water. And I remember my, I think my daughter was two and she was running off and I ran after her and I, I had my bathing suit on and the woman, I think I heard some, there was a woman sitting on the bench. She goes, wow, that girl's so brave, you know, wearing a, wearing a bathing suit like that. And I'm thinking, what's so bad about my bathing suit? Like, but I guess because they were overweight, they felt that they couldn't put on a bathing suit and run after for their two-year-old like that. So I think it, it's like women shame other women, right? Yeah. So, but I is it shaming? It's... Like, was that, was that shaming or was that, I don't know. Maybe I okay. inspired something in them to say, you know what, maybe I, that's what I should be doing. And when that woman said to me, you look fatter on the beach than you do in the water. And I thought, Ouch. You know, yeah. she wasn't saying it to be mean. She, she was no. saying it like, cause she was overweight as well. And she said, get in the water, enjoy your kids. This time is going to pass. This time is going to be so, passed quicker than you can blink an eye. Oh my and goodness. Yes. On, enjoy your life. And then this, I was watching a, a cooking show and the girl's like, yeah, she goes, I don't know why people feel when they get overweight that they feel like they can't do anything. Get busy, get moving, get out there, enjoy your lives. Like you are the controller of your life. And don't be afraid to be the fat girl in the bathing suit. So what? You're out there. You're having fun, you know, and, and you're, you're playing with your kids. And that's what makes you a good mom. Not what size you are, not how good you look in your bathing suit. Because you know what? Kids aren't going to remember what size you are. They're going to remember all the fun they had with you and that were you playing with them. And they like it much more when you get in that water and you play with them. Absolutely. So is what would be the advice that you would give? I've got two questions here. What is the advice that you would give to your younger self first? Um, I guess my younger self is don't worry. It's all going to be okay. And maybe fix those eating habits earlier on. <laughs> and, and, and on that note, what would that, what would that look like to you? What would fixing those eating habits earlier on look like to you? For me, it would be learning how to eat in moderation and, um, you know, being aware of, um, like, I want to say food sizes, but like portion control, you portion know, control. just be aware of what you're eating, portion control and sugar is so bad for you. Um, and it's an addiction in itself. It is. Sugar is more addictive than sugar, cocaine. You cut out sugar and it's like, you would be amazed at okay. how quickly things start to taste differently. Like milk, when I gave up sugar, I'm like, wow, milk is so unbelievably sweet. I can't believe I didn't notice that before, you know? So, and it, amazing how you say that too. yogurt mm -hmm. too. So amazing how you said that the other day I did, um, a quick live, I just a very quick Facebook live. I combed my hair, took my makeup yeah. off, off and I decided to talk about my, our nighttime routine. And I popped on live like that. And, yeah. um, I included that when we sit down to watch a show, um, I have a hard cut off at 9.30. I'm not going to go into detail about what we do and this and that, but I did talk about how we have a tea and a treat. And that night, my treat was an apple. Normally, it's not an apple, guys. This is where I normally have, I make room in my day to have, whether it's popcorn, we share popcorn, or we have our own popcorn, depending on how hungry we are, or whatever it looks like. And, um, but I give myself permission to have that treat at night. But I had an apple, and this was just two nights ago. It was so sweet, Carly, I could not finish my tea. Wow. So it is amazing. It's unbelievable. Like it is amazing when we stop and when we get rid of them, the extras in our life, how the foods that we normally eat have a different taste to them. And we're getting satisfied just by eating that. 
So your future, your past mm -hmm. self, you would say everything's going to be okay and to watch your portion control. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. How about your future self? What are you going to tell your future self? Because um, this is the life that we're trying to build. This is yes, the life that we yes. can course correct. Course correct. Um, you know, you get to a point in your life and you just say, you know what? I, I am who I am. And that's the wonderful thing about aging is you say, hey, you know what? I am who I am and I'm going to enjoy this body I have and just go forward and put the bathing suit on, dance in the rain or whatever it is that makes you happy. And I'm going to do those things because life passes by so quick and be thankful for every day. So we started the conversation today. I'm, I'm looking at the time and time is flying by. So I'm looking at the time. And obviously we can do these heart to hearts a lot more often and you guys, we're going to do a lot more of them because this was really relaxing yes. and really nice to open up and to share with all of you tonight. But, um, what I want to say is we started the conversation off about body shaming and we've ended it about our giving advice to our past self and our future self. And we really, the dialogue throughout has been a little bit of this and a little bit of that, a little bit to do with mindset, a little bit to do with our reaction to other people's comments and how it's inspired us or how it's led us to different choices, like living in the moment, right? Or by speaking yeah. our truth. Mm -hmm. You know, we've also shared some personal stories today that hopefully will impact other people and let them know they're not on this journey by themselves and that other people have gone through it. Yes, absolutely. Your biggest takeaway for tonight, what would that have been? Mm -hmm. What was your biggest discovery tonight from our conversation? Um, I just think that there's, it's just, you know, when you and I had our first conversation about this, it's, it's like there's similarities, like we're all alike, then we are different. Mm -hmm. So, you know, in our private conversations, I'm like, yeah, like that's crazy because you and I have had similar, you know, family issues. <laughs> I'll, I'll call them that, but they're not really big issues. But, you know, it's just with how we talk to each other and how we talk to ourselves, right? Be kinder, Would you, be you know, sorry, you go ahead. I'll wait. I'll, I'll wait. You go. Oh, no, I'm done. I'm done. It's all good. Oh, I was going to say, would you ever talk to yourself the way other people have spoke to you? Um, in my past, absolutely not. You know, now I, I'm kinder to myself and I'm, I'm more confident, more outspoken. So I'm, I feel like, you know, I'm able to handle some of what gets thrown at me now, right. From my family. And I, you know, I could have reacted differently. I could have been really angry. I could have yelled, stomped out of the cottage, but I think it just makes people realize when you say it's my body, it's my, they're kind of like, oh, shoot, I got nothing else to go on here. She just said it's her body and it's her choice. Well, that's right. I'm owning this. So, and that's, that's very empowering in itself. It's like, I'm not going to let your words hurt me. It's what I choose to eat is none of your business. And right. What would you say contributes to that voice? that is speaking to you right now inner your inner dialogue that is strong enough to say that. So where's that well, coming guess, from? I think it's just like, you're not, you're not going to, it's like your mindset has changed because you're going in the healthier direction and you're not going to take BS from anyone. 
So that means your mom, your dad, it could be your daughter, it could be anyone, even from yourself. I'm not going to believe the lies that I tell myself, right? Ah, there we go. Yeah. What lies are you telling yourself, Carly? We're safer in our bubble believing, believing I can't do this. I'm a mom, I'm busy, I'm working, you know, like it's just, you know, I have a little violin playing right now. You know what? It's like, yes, I'm a, but you know what? I can do this and I'm doing this for myself and I'm doing this for my kids because when I look after myself, I can be a better mom. And I think that's the problem is as moms, we always feel guilty. We give everything and it's, we shouldn't give everything. Because if we show our children that we love ourselves and we appreciate ourselves, then everything else will just fall into place. I'm not saying it's easy because, you know, it's not easy getting this big butt up and like riding on the treadmill and, you know, doing Sonya's workouts. (laughs) It's not easy. And getting up and working out at times of night that I do not want to be working out on. It is not easy. But the amount of endorphins you get and that the endorphins are what make you feel good. It, it's way better than any drug that you could ever take. Believe me. Like it's, it's better than smoking, which was my drug of choice. And it's better than, you know, eating. It's a better, you feel better. And then, then you think to yourself, man, I feel so good. I have so much energy. I did, I did my, you know, at least 30 minutes a day and I ate weights. I feel great. And it gives you more energy to do other things. So okay. that was my awakening. You're awakening. Perfect. So I am going to take this one step further and I know I'm outside and it's getting a little bit dark. I'm getting a little bit fuzzy and gray over okay. here, but that's okay. that, plus, window here. <laughs> plus it's almost nine o'clock at night and you all know I expire. Plus I have a hard cutoff time, which is yeah. funny because most people that listen to me um, on my podcast, they hear me on a Monday morning before I've even had my coffee at six thirty in the morning. And so that's you great. should hear me tripping over my own words sometimes, but how, when we see you next on here, what would you like to be different? What would, what is one thing that you would like to be different for the next time? Um, whatever it want, like it, whatever it is, it doesn't have to be physically. It doesn't like whatever. Yeah. Um, well, I, I'd, I'd like to improve on my fitness journey even more. So okay. then, where is that? So you know, if I can like get past three flights of stairs without being out of breath, that would be really good. If I could do okay. more than, you know, powering through my 30 minute bike routine, if I could get past that and do 45, that'd be awesome. Okay. Um, yeah. So it's just, it's just like short goals. It's, it doesn't have to be big. It can be little changes, right? So your so. biggest, your, your commitment to yourself for when we see you next, not, and I'm not talking next, next. If Carly does the next show with me next week, I'm not putting her on the spot like this, but That's right. when we talk yep. about, when we talk about these physical goals and terms of body shaming and what it looks like and, and the physical physique, um, your number one goals are to ideally step up your exercise game. That's right. I would like to bend over and tie my shoe without my belly getting in the way. That would be really great. I'm just saying, awesome. you know, my grandpa said, no, I, when I bend over and I touch my toes, it's hard to, to, to tie my shoes when he had a belly. And I, and I thought that's kind of a weird thing to say, but Hey, now I'm there. And I'm like, that would be a really good thing. 
you know, okay. do a few yoga moves. That would be good too. I wouldn't mind. Just saying. Awesome. 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 Well, guys, yeah. Carly is doing my Fusion 15 classes, so I guarantee you it won't take her long to start to feel extra benefits and help her work towards these goals. What do you say we have Carly back on this show? Because I think this is fantastic. And if anybody else wants to share their story, um, wants to connect with me regarding any of the topics, or if you've got some ideas, I would love to have an interview with you first, a pre-call to see where it fits. I already have a handful of people um, interested in connecting with different ages, different stages. You know, I like yeah. to talk to people about elevating and upgrading their lives. I'm here to help you live your best life, as happy and as healthy as you can be. No matter what that looks like, progress is progress. You know, and, and yeah. that's what Carly Absolutely. is saying, being to, to pick up her, to tie up her shoes is progress without her belly getting right. in the way, right? Maybe well, looking in the mirror. Thing, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. But maybe looking in the mirror yeah. and being like, ooh, my own assets attra are attractive, whatever. Yeah. Or being that's confident. Right. So we didn't talk about confidence and courage today and how that relates to your body image. We didn't even go there. Um, we will on another day. This episode was a lot longer, but it was a first episode. I really can't thank you enough, Carly, for, for joining us today and having the courage to show up and to share a bit. And it's just a bit of your story. Um, thank yeah, you so much. No yeah. Thanks um, for having for the, me. Yeah, my pleasure. I want you back. <laughs> and you guys, you okay. never know. We might be doing this together more often just because of the That's energy right. and the enthusiasm and the stories and the similarities. It, Okay, I got to end this. I can't talk about more things. So, you know how to reach me. Um, Sonia, S-O-N-Y-A, at freshapproachfitness.ca. You can always Google Ask Sonia. And stay tuned. This is going to go up on YouTube probably tomorrow. And it's also going to be added to podcast number 64. Okay. Thank you so much for your time, guys. We're going to head out tonight. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.